Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissonance on the panel this week. She is a comedian you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She is a mom and a Huffington Post contributor coming to us live from Burbank, Katie Massa Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It is a pleasure to be here. Beautiful Burbank. <laughs> it's it's great to see you. Uh, <laughs> also on the panel this week, she is a comedian, a mom, and a strong woman extraordinaire. Completed, I would say just completed the LA Marathon, but you actually did it a week ago, like within hours of when it started. So it's weeks later, she just completed. Yes, we aren't going there. <laughs> but she also has a comedy special called I'm Crowning that you can catch on Amazon, Vudu, and Comcast. Just name a few of the many places. Dialing in from North Hollywood, Liz Stewart. Hello, hello, uh, hello. I'm I'm very close to Katie, but I'm on the wrong side of the street. I'm like seven <laughs> minutes away from Katie, but I'm in North Hollywood, where like like Katie's Katie's place is like Burbank, so like everything's like clean, and like you come over to my street, and you're like, is that somebody living in my dumpster? <laughs> like who's living in my dumpster? But you know, it's just what what the what a difference a street makes, you know. 24 little hours uh well welcome <laughs> regardless I, I just realized i'm like i'm introducing you guys like in a westward direction because joining us as always is comedian scholar and the black voice of reason representing van nuys mr time and ship uh power to the people good to be here with you guys <laughs> I'm up in the corner while the white folks have more of a screen than I do. I don't know how they did that. I'm a tiny little spot up in the corner. And, get, and white folks, they get big. oh no, brother just can't win, even on his own phone. Uh, bigger. Mm, I'm going to complain to Apple. <laughs> Uh, well, this is Skype. This is Microsoft. So, yeah, just direct yeah. Uh, direct your complaints accordingly. Uh, thank you for being here. I guess Good we should you, we should start by thanking Skype for for making this possible because that's how we are recording from multiple locations. We are able to see each other. It is a beautiful Saturday morning. Oh, me! I am Doctor David Robinson. I'm your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, not to mention the current one, if we all make it through it. And we do have a lot of apocalypse stuff to talk about today. But first, let's check in with our sponsor, Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's Community Spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches... 
Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community Spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using Community Spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community Spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you, uh, Community Spread. Skype and Community Spread, two thanks. Well, this is like our, our most gratitude-filled episode yet, which coming in the middle of a pandemic is uh, poorly timed? I don't know. Uh, surprisingly timed. But I uh, want to thank Kat Alvarado and uh, Connor McIntyre for, for providing the voices on that. This is the, the wonderful thing. Uh, someone got a TV on? <laughs> Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm people, people are people. They, people are really what? on the move here. I know. I know. God. See, this I'm is do. I'm walking through the living room, and 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 there's like a, a there's there's a, a family oh, living in my oh, house. I'm, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm gonna go back yeah. to this back room. No, I'm no, just getting a char a, 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 like a charging cord. And there's Minnie, Mickey Mouse Playhouse on, so... Um, I'm self-isolating from my family for this call. <laughs> uh, Me too. All right. Of course, mine all don't right. live in my house. All right. Are we editing that out, or can I... Uh, I don't know. We'll, my, we'll, we'll decide. My impression of, <laughs> my impression of every, every um, uh, office meeting that's happening in the world right now. Yeah. Um, like, can you hear me? <laughs> I can see you, but I can't hear you. Can you hear that I can't hear you? Wait, hold on. Who's that? I need a pee. I'm putting my pants on. That's how we start every one of these. I'm putting my pants on. Hold on. That that should be like the name of a new uh, pandemic podcast. Uh, I'm putting my pants on. <laughs> I'm putting my pants on. Oh, uh, David, okay. David. I, I know that you already thanked Skype, but I want to go ahead and thank Kelly Loeffler because... Um, uh, wouldn't be surprising to me if she bought a lot of shares in Skype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know uh, like Zoom stock in uh, Zoom went up before this. And so, you know, of course, the, the folks who, who watch the markets and, and this stuff are all like, oh, it's, you know, it remains to be seen whether the stock will, you know, stay at a high value when all this ends. Which actually I think is, uh, let's let's start talking about that because I think it's an interesting conversation that I've, I've heard some people having and we're probably getting ahead of ourselves because, you know, who knows how long all this is going to last, especially with so many people. <laughs> with, with, we're, we're just letting that go. Uh, with, with so many people, you know, who are ignoring the the seriousness of the issue. One thing I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about is what, behaviors what habits are people picking up during the pandemic that you think are going to affect behavior after and you know i think for there are a lot of people and it's weird because i've been in several situations in office jobs where it was like no go work from home you know do that for a couple weeks but so many people with day jobs with office jobs have never experienced the whole working from home thing and some of them seem like really weirded out by it as Liz, as you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm putting on pants. Like there are a lot of people who just don't know the etiquette of, of a video call. 
Right. Well, I, right. I, I'm st- I don't know if you guys have started. I don't know if you've noticed that, you know, a lot of people can't deal with change because they become routine and they get to do things on the same, you know, uh, this is what I've done. Like, look at traffic. There is no traffic. For those of us that drive all the time, the freeways are open. Accidents are still happening, which, you know, people just because the roads are open. But uh, I've seen people getting upset because, oh, man, they messed up my routine. Now I got to be at home. You got people that don't want to be around their kids. They're happy that they're, mm-hmm. they only see their kids every now and then. But now they're home with their kids. They have to spend time. You know, it's just a big change. And I don't think a lot of some people are embracing it. I think, but you, you have to, you know, have a different perspective. It, it opens the door to new things. And some people don't like change. I think it's uh, throwing them for a loop. Yeah. Well, Liz and Katie, you're, you know, I mean, cause Timon and I are both single, uh, living alone, but y- y'all have families. How's, how's everything going there? That's a, that's a challenge because honestly, I'm used to spending three hours with my child every day between, uh, getting her ready in the morning and then her coming home after her after school program. So I mean like 10 hours 12 hours is really like a challenge. It seems like a, a just a huge meteor of time that I need to fill up before it explodes. And also it's kind of like I'm trying to not have her watch a screen all day. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like a, a, the Ripley's in preschool and uh, the preschool is still open. And I yanked her out, um, like I yanked her out right around, like right around the marathon, like, like two weeks before, before everything started closing down, you know? And, um, I was like, I can't walk, but I'm handling it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I was so sore for like two days. I couldn't walk. I was like, honey, you know, just give mommy a minute. I'll be right there. Um, and <laughs> dance party in a minute. But uh, uh, a lot of jazz hands yeah, but, in that dance party. Right? I'm imagining. <laughs> but people are still taking their kids to preschool. Um, I took her in once that week just so I could go to hot yoga, and it totally worked. I could move again after that. You know, I stretched it out. You know, and then the rest, I was like, I don't feel comfortable taking her in to uh, school. You know, I was like, uh, that the, they were like, yeah, we're staying open. They're still open right now. And and I look How at like is the that way possible? because they're an essential um, business and uh, like like if their parents are you know essential uh, workers yeah. essential workers they need to have childcare provided. How far away do the kids have to, the kids can't be around each other? Yeah, they are. They are on top yeah. of each other. They sh- oh, they nap in the same room, and they were saying you can sign people in, and there's hand sanitizer, and if anybody has a runny nose, they're going to be turned away. And I'm like, I have never seen the preschool. Every every time I pick her up, they are all covered in snot. In each other's yep. snot, in their own I'm, snot, everybody's filthy. And so honestly, I'm spreading I, snot on each other. It's mm-hmm. I, I honestly Licking think things. that's like part of the whole idea behind preschool is like build herd immunity by getting them all sick. Like, you know, it is a deliberate Petri dish, not just. Right. But right now, a deliberate Petri dish is like not, not recommended. Yeah, you know? not a great idea. So, because I mean, the kids, I mean. There are kids, I mean, that can knock out an adult with what they have, you know. When oh, they, yeah. When a kid, a kid could get a cold and 
touch an adult and the adult's on his back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ooh, you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's, I'm just shocked that they would have that, that they would have that open. Uh, how do you, I mean, even at my job working at Juvie, we're looking for masks, we're looking for gloves. We have the kids, they're single bunked. They, they really can't gather together because if they come, if, you know, you get a kid from off the street and you put him in general pop, you know, with someone else, he could, he could spread something. Mm-hmm. They already killed yeah. one, one of the lawyers apparently traveled somewhere, came to court, and had the coronavirus. They had to shut the court down. Court's uh, down for uh, three weeks, you know. Wow. And he should have never came back to work. He knew he had been around some people, but he came to work. Uh, yeah, you know, there's the. it's funny because listening to the conversations about both juvie and preschool had an idea, but then, you know, you get this where it's you know, the lawyer, it's someone who's supposed to know better. Uh, but, right? but for, for both, you know, the, uh, the inmates at juvie and the kids in preschool, you know, I, I don't, I'm sure these are real things, but like in the movies, when you see a bunch of like prisoners being escorted somewhere, like going on a chain gang, they have like the belt, you know, the chain where they're right. all connected to each other. Mm-hmm. You do that, but in between each kid or inmate you have like a six foot length of pvc pipe that the chain is running through so Mm -hmm. it basically you know i mean there's no way you're going to be able to like ensure that the folks on the ends aren't getting together but at least you know there's there's going to be some means of separating them (laughs) well they already have had uh one inmate get the virus he's been he's uh he has been quarantined but it's it's already happened. Wow. And like what the, the gestation period on this thing, you know, it's like you could be walking around and not even have symptoms. And then, you know, uh, in Denver, it's like for every one person or in Colorado, not even Denver, but just like the whole state, you know, um, for every one person who gets it, the governor was saying that they infect three to four people. And that's right. not even like L.A. or New York where everybody's like stacked on top of one another, you know, or in a preschool <laughs> where it's just like, oh, my God, pre- like Mardi Gras. That, that was a bad move. And, and, I, and I tell you, like when I did the marathon, I was at the very, very back. Like I, I, I waited for everybody to go and then I pulled over. And I stretched for like half an hour while everybody went past and I had my mask on and I had gloves and, and I'm staying like that. Like, that's one thing that I'm going to keep, uh, when all of this is over, I'm still going to take the garbage out with gloves and a mask, you know, because like you open the dumpster, you put it in and then you get the blowback, that rush of air that hits your hair and you can feel it. And you're like, oh, that's everybody in the world's personal <laughs> filth. <laughs> you know, I feel like my holes. <laughs> I feel like Liz is so caffeinated right now that I can't tell if she was talking about Mardi Gras in New Orleans or Mardi Gras at her daughter's preschool. Well, it reminded me. It reminded me because like, like that like, is one crazy preschool. Oh, okay. They give each other beads, and then pretty sure they show each other their tits. So it's, it's, a, weird, it's a very liberal preschool. Yeah. <laughs> they have they have uh, they have hurricanes in their babas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're promoting just, healthy body image, right? Everybody's tits are worthy of beads. That's beautiful. 
that's, you know, if, if we take any message away from this pandemic, I think that's what we should all remember. The mayor of New Orleans who did the, you know, she said, well, you know, they didn't tell me that they were going to, <laughs> they would have just told me I wouldn't have done it. We would have just canceled. But, you know, they didn't say that we had to cancel. It's like, come on. You didn't see all of this on television. Yeah. You didn't see. I mean, you know, you saw Katrina. Okay, now you go and make the same mistake that Ray Nagin did when he had all the school buses and he didn't want to use the school buses. He wanted Greyhound buses. Uh. And the buses ended up getting flooded out because he didn't want to use them. Right. I mean, so this is this is the same type of, I mean, the, the leadership uh, you know, poll has been dropped several times. They're just dropping it all over the place. And But you got those, the Cuomo's and the, the you know, uh, our guys here in L.A. are doing the best. Michigan, Seattle. I mean, come on. They're just kicking mm-hmm. his ass. Well, you, you, oh, yeah. you bring up Cuomo's Michigan great, and Governor of Michigan says that and this oh. is this is apocryphal at this point, you know. I'm still waiting for confirmation from another source, but apparently she's saying that she spoke with someone at a medical supply company who said they were told not to send anything to Michigan. And this goes into the whole Trump thing of he's only helping the states where they're nice to him. Yeah, well, you Michigan know what they, they, voted for him, right? You know, Michigan well, went for him, but they're not going to do it again. You no. know, not after this. Kiss no, it goodbye. I, I, but, you know, uh, that's on Yahoo. I just saw that. Uh, they were talking about that. Also, you know, there's a bidding war on the stuff. The governors are out, you know, they're saying, look, dude, why do I have to outbid the governor in Washington? You know, send me my shit. Yeah. Send me mm-hmm. my stuff. Everybody should be getting everything. It should not. I what, what? I didn't send you the money, or you know. And Trump, I said, boy, Trump is going to burn for this shit. Oh my well, God, he's making these people suffer. You know, and one of one of the other things, like during this conference call with the governors that that he had this week, uh, uh, he said he was there to back them up. And apparently, Governor uh, Jay Inslee of Washington said, "Well, we don't need a backup. We need we need a Tom Brady." And now Trump is like mm-hmm. going out there saying, "Oh, they, you know, they think they he wants uh, Tom Brady instead of me." And it's like, "Wow, really?" I mean, we know you're that dumb, but you have to keep proving it. We need, you know, we need competent leadership, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are, you know, that like we said on the show last week. And speaking of things we've said on past shows, I, I. Sort of, I, I don't feel bad for saying it, but uh, it was rooted in optimism that has been proven wrong. As we were just talking about uh, New Orleans and, and Louisiana, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago on the show, I, I said that, you know, I, I think, you know, Louisiana should be fine because they they know what it is to, to have to deal with something like this from Katrina. And I was wrong. Um <laughs> so at least in terms yeah. of preventative measures you know but yeah, uh so i uh, apologies and uh you know hopefully you guys can live up to uh the the credit i had given you in advance but uh what well no 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 i was i was just going to say you know we we are in a in a crisis of leadership 
And at the very least, you know, we are seeing some good coming out of Congress. Uh, this, this week they passed the third of three bills so far that ostensibly are supposed to save us from uh, going into another depression. There are three this month so far. This week, uh, $2.2 trillion that is going to cover relief checks going to most Americans, uh, funding the hospitals, expanding unemployment benefits, emergency loans to small businesses and industries, and then uh, going to shore up local and state government. That's following up on bills that uh, there was a $100 billion bill to cover paid sick and child care leave and free coronavirus testing. And before that was an $8 billion bill uh, that was emergency funding for health care. David, who knew we had this much money? Where, right. Who knew we had all this money? It's it's astounding what we can find. I, I'm thinking uh, they just looked under the couch cushions uh, in, in Congress <laughs> and the White House. Uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, such a surprise. But the battle, I mean, it wouldn't have got signed in the House. What is the guy's name? Massey? Massey yeah, yeah, um, from from Kentucky, and like Jesus, Kentucky, like between him and Rand Paul and right? Mitch McConnell, and Mitch who McConnell. the fuck are you people? Yeah, like Kentucky, learn how to vote. Are you so yeah. are you so gerrymandered and and voter suppressed and cowed that? Well, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, they have a Democratic governor though, mm-hmm. and he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a start. And, you know, it. But everybody else got to go. It is somewhat amazing that the Republicans uh, actually did decide to acquiesce to, you know, Democratic demands to to actually take care of people uh, rather than depending on. Well, no, no, no. It's, well, everybody, you know, gets a little bit and everybody gets a little bit screwed with this last bill. But they were finally able to get the Republicans to acquiesce to getting a little bit screwed in terms of Republican values. And, you know, no no value judgment here, but when getting screwed means uh, you're actually seeing benefits go to people instead of corporations and expecting it to trickle down for, what, the 35th year in a row of trickle-down economics failing miserably? Uh, right. You know, hey, it's it's actually it's kind of a good bill. It shows that you know, like Katie, you, you were saying, oh my God, we had the money. Where'd that come from? And it shows that oh, hey, both parties can come together and work on something, and and remember what compromise means. It it's possible. Uh, you know, we we started talking about. Uh, what behaviors you think are going to to last and persevere beyond the the pandemic? I'd like to say that cooperation in Congress is one of those things, but I'm pretty sure I would be even less accurate than I was when I said Louisiana was going to have their shit together when it came to the coronavirus. So, well, Pelosi yeah. and and Pelosi and Trump still are not speaking. They haven't spoke since. I don't know, October or whatever, the, the last time they, uh, she also stated, I mean, he didn't allow any Democrats to be in in the signing of the bill. Yeah, so although, said, although yeah. considering, considering, you know, how Mar-a-Lago and CPAC, all these other Republican strongholds have been coronavirus breeding grounds, maybe it's for the best that there were no Democrats there. 
Yeah, right. keep her safe. Well, keep her safe. Yeah. RDG needs to be safe. Um, uh, you know, uh, like, like, but, but Donald, if you have coronavirus, I'm telling you, go spit in his mouth. It's the only way you'll get healed. <laughs> it's the only way that it's the only cure. It's the vaccine you've been looking for. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I to, to listen to him attack all of the different journalists that have tried to interview him. And when they call him on his shit or bring his stuff back up, he gets pissed off and he wants to go back at him. And you're a nasty this, you're a nasty that, you know. And it's like, dude, these are your words. They're not mm-hmm. They yeah, just but- got rid of that Fox News chick. What's her mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, got- yeah. Trish, Trish oh, Regan. Unemployed now. That's her name. <laughs> yeah, she'd she come out. Oh, that unemployed woman. Democratic- <laughs> that unemployed Democratic woman host. with the highlights. Yeah, I have highlights. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, gotta go, gotta go. Goofus and Gallant, best part. Yeah, highlights. So I mean, you can't. I mean, it's him. You know, just I'm glad we got Dr. Fauci. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about Burke. I mean, the other guy that they were. You know, did you hear about the 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 person who followed Trump's uh, advice and he's dead. He drank the fish. Oh, it's, uh, a, it's a lovely, uh, uh-huh. a lovely couple in Arizona. Uh, when Trump yeah. was saying, I I've heard lots of great things about, uh, chloroquine, hydrochloroquine. Some people call it because, you know, he's, he's really good at all this science and stuff, possibly because of his uncle who set records as a professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I can't even fucking listen to it anymore. It's, ah, no. um, well, he's not a lot of, uh, speak in this house whenever he comes on the television we mute it (laughs) something that's really interesting about this time is that we've lived and we don't even need to go into it because we all know and all of your listeners know but we live in a a hyper partisan environment of course and that has been stoked by trump i mean you know for sure he's definitely seized upon that but we're seeing wow what happens when that hyper-partisanship translates into a like a crisis, like a full-blown crisis. You're going to see people who are saying, I'm not staying inside. That's some liberal horseshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I mean, so we're to- seeing it through that through through that lens, this this hyper-partisanship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, and I, and I his, think his- like for for us, you know, I mean the four of us live in and around LA. There's you know, it's it's relatively a bubble politically. You know, I think the people that you're seeing going out these days for you know non-essential stuff, they're they're more like a, a what I'm seeing anyway in and around Hollywood uh, are like the young and the ignorant. You know, the hey, we're we're immortal, we're never gonna die. You know, join us, Michael. Lost Boys reference, lost <laughs> reference. Um, but. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking about like friends of mine who are still back in Missouri, uh, and you know, most of them are in Columbia, which is largely, you know, it's a college town, but it is in the middle of Missouri. But places where there are more mixed populations politically, you know, Chicago, New York, even, I I think you know they're they're going to see stuff that we're only going to see on the news, you know, or hear about from friends being in L.A. Right. I was just talking to my mom. She she turned eighty uh, a week and a half ago. Happy birthday! And yeah, and uh, I was supposed to fly back to see her, but it was um, the day before I canceled the flight. 
but uh, I was telling her, I don't, I mean, I, I uh, take this with a grain of salt the way I say it, but I don't, in a way, I, not that I don't blame, but I understand people being like, no, I'm going to live my life. The only reason why I say that, I'm not condoning that, is that this almost, even though we see the numbers come in, we're watching the news, we're getting updates, it still does feel kind of abstract in a way, doesn't it? I mean, because it's not something you can see. It's not something, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, why can't I just do this or that or that? I mean, I almost feel like my, uh, you know, staying with the, the stay in place orders and staying, keeping my ass at home is almost like based, like faith-based in a way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that it's not true. Of course it is, but it just feels like there's no reality connection here. I mean, yeah. I know I know you watch the news and you'll see the bodies pile up and you're like, well, there's your reality. But I'm just saying the virus itself, you can't touch it. You you know what I mean? You yeah. can't feel no, it. There's, there's, there's an old saying that, you know, you tell a man that there are a billion stars in the sky, he'll believe you. Tell him that the paint is wet and he's going to have to touch it to believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I was also thinking about a quote by uh, Stalin who said, the death of one man is a tragedy. The death of millions is a statistic. Ooh. Why isn't he running for president? Oh, wait. <laughs> But I, I, I would, you know, yeah. I would say that that's a Nate Silver quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Timon. Timon, yeah, you were saying. I, I was saying that. Uh, well, one thing that I think is coming out is, is humanity. I've been looking for that. You know, it's like, are we going to come together? Are we going to, you know? And some people are doing it. I'm seeing folks stand up for people and help folks out. You know. You got people that are still able, like myself, I'm still able to go to work. I'm still able to, I don't have to be around people, although I was just told the other night you're going to put me back in a building where I've been mostly in a booth. But I like the fact that people are helping each other out, that they're, you know, putting different uh, things together. We got the ships in, you know, you see what's happening in California and everything if we can just get the test in, as they're saying, so we can test everybody and make sure that everyone does that. If you do, great. I'm happy that my family hasn't caught any of this or all any of my nieces and nephews and done the stupid shit that, that we see on television with these other young people. But it's, it's, it's getting there. And I know that we're going to get through it, but it's good to see. Another part I like is the fact that we all, those of us who already knew but Trump is being exposed. Those that don't see it, they see it now. You really hope that they got to see it now. This guy, what the fuck did we do? Yeah, They're but ask I don't, I mean, I don't think they do. It's that lady in Arizona who poisoned her husband and ended up hooked up in the ICU to finally say, don't believe anything that he says. It only took killing your, killing your soulmate and almost yourself for these people to see it. It's like watching like David Koresh handle a hurricane, you know, it's like, like that's what we're living right now. And we're all trapped in that fucking bunker, you know? Absolutely. Well, you know, the time and I, I, I hope you're right, but he's polling, you know, his poll numbers are higher than ever, which I have no idea why I, I think, it might have something to do, you know, with polling techniques, who's answering polls these days. 
Uh, it's yeah. it's tripping Land me out. Lines. But you know, you're seeing stuff like this morning. Uh, he said he was uh, considering quarantines for New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Well, here's the thing: they're already under quarantine thanks to their governors, and right. we as educated thinking analytical folk, you know, when Trump says he's considering a quarantine, uh, to me, that says he's seeing that it seems to be working there. So he wants to take mm-hmm. credit for it. Yeah. He just needs to send the money and the supplies and shut the fuck up. That's well, what that, he needs. Yeah. The, the polling that you mentioned, that's, that's that thing. That's the, um, the rally around the flag effect, meaning during times of national, national crisis, the poll numbers go up. I mean, after 9-11, George W. Bush's poll numbers skyrocketed. Uh, I think I read that it was uh, 35 points they increased wow. by. So this is a very insignificant bump. Well, also, um, they're but- uh, polling outside of cross burnings. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to consider uh, that. But, well, see, now, that's why he's worried about But he needs to understand the economic problem, uh, uh, you know, this is going to get worse. They're hoping that it doesn't. But if it goes, it's going to go past the end of April. It's going to go past April because they haven't got the test in. You had to finally make, they had to convince him to bring in, what's, what's that law? Oh, DPA, the, the Defense Production Act. The, the defense, so you have he still hasn't done that. Well, he still hasn't done it. Well, he, he just made uh, General Motors do it. General Motors is now going to be making uh, the the ventilators. They're making them do it. They right. be, you know, they've told them that if you don't do this, we are going to lose. South Korea and all these other countries are pulling for the United States because they survive off of us, and you can't. And they're beating. They beat us at the game. After SARS, South Korea said, "Hey, man, we know this shit is deadly. We're going to put something together." They had a plan. Uh, Indonesia had a plan. Hell, even India, who's they've already shut their whole country down. Come on, I mean, they're, they're you know, what are you doing? So that's they're beating Trump at his game. He's being made a fool of, and I think this they can. I guess those poll numbers can be forty-seven, but I'm telling you, they're keeping track. And when they're done, oh, they're going to have enough information on him. They're going to fry his ass. That's Good, I, and that time and. And that's why we're seeing this narrative emerge of the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus. And we read Mm -hmm. the article, we read the article that the UN couldn't come to a consensus because the US State Department insisted on calling it the Wuhan virus. And the thing is, you know, of course, at first blush, we say he's racist, his his circle is racist, it's, you know, but it's not, it's not that. It's, it's desperately trying to find that alternative narrative which by the way china is guilty i mean they're an oppressive communist country that suppressed the numbers and kept and and tried to keep it a secret from the world okay that is fact other fact as we know from the washington post article trump and his buddies were informed of this the ic community was constantly telling him china is trying to you know hide this information this is deadly serious as it said the red flashing lights were going uh, um, Mm -hmm. among the briefings in the briefings all the time 
from January on. So this desperation, and you're seeing it all over the Twitterverse of the conservative, it's like the conservative thing is that we need to blame China. So when it's called the Wuhan virus or the China virus or whatever, that's what we need to know. This is about poll numbers and it's about pushing the blame. Right. Yes, China is guilty, but that has really has nothing to do with us not accepting responsibility for what's happened. Well, it's very yeah, much, right. I mean, we've seen this yeah, throughout his campaign into his his actual uh, execution of the office is it's it's always about something else you know it's like trying to talk to one of his supporters but but her emails but obama but this but that it's like you're changing the subject you know we're we're not asking where this thing started we're asking who fucked up in preventing it from getting worse yeah, he yeah. didn't create the hurricane, but he sure as fuck didn't uh, advise FEMA to help anybody after it hit. You know, well, it can, well, and like a like a uh, uh, and yeah, China needs to handle their shit, man. Their human rights violations and their animal rights violations are what have caused like huge pandemics. You know, I mean, SARS originated. You know, can we stop eating fucking bats? Is that too much to ask for? Can we stop eating fucking bats and and stop like like putting all of the animals that you can find into cages where they shit and vomit on each other and pee on each other and then you butcher them? You cut your finger. Now it's in there. Now you're fucking like bats. Bats are uniquely positioned to be a perfect incubator for uh, viruses that that go that will eventually go from from animals to people and bats are adorable creatures i don't know why you'd want to eat them in the first place just let them be well, a bat just leave the bats alone well that's i mean everything has been i mean that's one of the problems it's you, you you're dealing with people who have they're you know culturally that's how they've always lived and they've and been fucking ozzy osbournes <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they've been living like that for years. I mean, no, it's, fucking country, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. I just, I, in it, <laughs> just like gave me an idea for a PSA, like to have Ozzy Osbourne. This is Ozzy Osbourne, the prince of fucking that. darkness. Stop eating the fucking bats. Just stop <laughs> it. When Joe Biden becomes president, can he make Ozzy Osbourne the ambassador to China? And that's the only thing that he says. And he's like, Sharon... Sharon, can you help me tell them to stop eating bats? I've got some piss on the Alamo. <laughs> Don't eat bats. British Bill Cosby. Well, di- different <laughs> drugs. Years ago, I, I wanted to like see if I could get Ozzy Osbourne and Keith Richards to co-host a, a political talk show. The whole thing would have to be subtitled. It, it'd be like the the white version of the old Eddie Murphy buckwheat stuff on Saturday Night Live with the. <laughs> Good times. And, and they're 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 similar to Trump in the sense that they will never die. <laughs> Nothing will kill them. Uh huh. Yeah. I know. You know that I, Trump is not going to die. I don't yeah. know what is going on there. Well, but apparently it he won't. gets an IV every morning. It gets an IV every morning. Or or, or, or some people call it a, a four. Noel Castro on Twitter says so. I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Katie. Sorry. 
that's okay. That's okay. Although I don't, I wouldn't put much stock in that guy, even though it is kind of delicious to read his tweets. But oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense that Melania was strung out on drugs because she's the only one of Epstein's girls that didn't cry when she saw what was on top of her and then he married her for it. Well, she was going to age out soon anyway, so it was in her best interest. <laughs> you, you just wait a minute, but, but it's funny you guys bring that up. You guys notice how, I mean, Obama got fucked with for having a tan suit and Michelle's arms were very defined. This chick mm-hmm. has, look, you know, she's a... Les- she play lesbian, whatever you know, pictures, butt naked, which is whatever. fine. Which is fine. I don't like. It's well, it's no, not the deed; good. it's the hypocrisy after. Oh yeah, yeah. I know nothing, nothing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh, how dare you tell my daughter what what kind of food to eat? Who are you, you uppity black bitch? Oh, I, I used to hear that at work all the time. They hated her. Mm-hmm. This chick yeah. is, you know, and someone even told me she's not an illegal alien. The very shit he's fighting over is how she got in. And yep. her parents. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. The- you know, I feel bad for her for being uh, sex trafficked by uh, uh, Epstein and, um, you know, uh, be you know being a, be, to, 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 and, you know, to be best with Donald, you know, I feel, but the bitch is a birther. So I'm, I'm like, like, get on her for that. You know what I mean? Like she... I mean, it's not like they're passing out CEO positions to like to like skinny bitches who can barely speak in, in English, you know, who are just like be best, here me titties, you know, like it's not like Melania is gonna like, you know, like, take, you know, like 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 get her business on Etsy going, you know, like 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 bitches Etsy business ain't gonna take her over the top, so she gotta, you know, like take. Like take enough oxycodone or oxycotton to like let Donald do her at a at a fucking Epstein party, you know, and then be, and then he's like, oh, oh yeah, she didn't laugh at my tiny dick. I'm gonna put a ring on it, you know. Like I I like like I don't feel I like I feel bad about her for that, you know. I feel bad for her because you know she's obviously um, a prostitute, you know, and she didn't choose that life. She was just you know kidnapped. And thrown into the circumstance, but I feel, um, but I feel every attack on her is justified because bitch is a birther. And whatever you want to do, you want to fling your feces at her, go ahead because she'll 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 put it on like makeup and be like, be based. I you really know? don't it, care. Do you? It, 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 this smells just like Donald. You know, like, um, uh, it's not, it's not being kidnapped. It's what you do with that kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's, it, you know, like she could have been best and be like, I'd be kidnapped. Somebody help me. Uh, uh, Barack Obama was born in this country, you know, but no, she was like, no, I did not make a lot of good. Boris and Natasha. Yeah. It's just next, next on her list of blame is moose and squirrel. Moose and squirrel. Boris. Yes, my darling. <laughs> oh, Boris. <laughs> I really don't believe Barack Obama was born in this country. I mean, Donald says so. Keep spreading lies. He's good. I'm glad he slaps you and you wear sunglasses inside. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's no excuse for domestic abuse, but I'd hit her too. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good Natasha. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 do your do your Boris. Boris, Boris Badenov. 
Natasha, <laughs> we get moose and squirrel, then we go to Mr. Big. <laughs> by, by the way, uh, Katie, did you ever check out the Ant and the Aardvark cartoon that I sent? Uh, uh, um, no, I, I was extremely interested in checking that out, but then I got um, distracted by something and then never did. Uh, all, ah. all good. I can't imagine what could distract anyone in this day and age. Uh, but hey, you know, if if you uh, if you give up on the uh, on the trying to keep the kid um, to minimal screen time, if you give up, something to share with the family. And the aardvark. Hey, if you if you give up. If you give up, I yeah. Well, I I don't know. This is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I don't have children. Uh, it just, I, people are always like, oh, you'd be such a good dad. I'm like, no, no, I would be a fun dad, mm-hmm. which is yeah. kind of the opposite of a good dad. Yeah. Ultimately, what? like at the time, no, no, no. There, there are guys who are capable of both. I am not one of them. I, <laughs> you know, so yeah. So it's, it's for the best. So yeah. Forgive me for projecting if you should give up on the battle over screen time. No, no. I was just laughing because it sounds like it's like a great, it's a great name for a title of something during this time. If you give up, (laughs) (laughs) if you give up, but you know what? Fun fact about me, I disembarked a princess cruise on February 22nd. (laughs) What? I remember asking you about that. They, Hey, You're did like, you hear eh? that there's a ship that's stuck out in the water and they won't let it in because the people are dying? From, Still? Uh, yeah, from coronavirus. It, it's stuck out in, I don't know, I forget which uh, ocean liner it is, uh, but it's, they haven't let it in. They won't let it in. It's the SS oh, Lord of the God. Flies. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, They've had four we... people die. Wow. The ship. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Hey, before we leave Melania... Um, uh, <laughs> list goes like this. Oh my God, that's horrible. Okay, back, back to the Melania impression. I know. <laughs> before I want to get back to these people dying, but yes, I my just want to reiterate. I want to reiterate that I'm not shaming sex workers. Everybody has to do what they have to do. I and I just like to say that the only good thing about Melania is that she's a prostitute. That's I think that's the like, only redeeming quality. That's the poster and, they have on the wall, like, you know, at, at the brothel. Like, you know how offices sometimes they'll have like the the hang in there with the cat on the branch. <laughs> and in in like whorehouses the the inspirational poster is everybody's gotta do what they gotta do. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do, and hey, just did. oh, but get back to this cruise ship. I thought they let the cruise ship back in. Well, go, going back to the earlier conversation about things that will persist after the the pandemic is we're we're seeing a lot of attempts and some of them successful at government overreach, like. Yeah, William Barr tried to get uh, ultimate power for judges uh, last week. This week, we saw the EPA relaxing standards, uh, you know, because obviously there's there's just some polluting that you have to do during a pandemic. And in states like Texas and Ohio, and I heard uh, Pennsylvania join the, the fray, they're trying to prevent abortions. 
during the whole pandemic as you know mm-hmm. as a non-essential medical procedure and here a fun fact for for the folks who are opposed to abortion in general but especially those who see it as a non-essential medical technique a, a pregnancy is is a condition that uh, tends to be very time sensitive and uh Therefore, similar similar things with abortions. Uh, very time sensitive. Not something you can really put off for, you know, nine months or so. Right. Well, if you're going to say yeah. that abortion is non-essential, I guess you could say that childbirth is non-essential. Yeah, just, uh, you know, cross your legs, put an aspirin between your knees, uh, you know, and just keep that kid in there. Uh, or guys could stop coming on everything. <laughs> <laughs> i i blame the preschools you know it starts with uh, snot it starts with snot and it starts with preschool it starts with preschool mardi gras <laughs> there you go. that's your next album that. title preschool mardi gras. <laughs> preschool mardi gras oh that's actually really good I'm yeah that is that good down. there you go yeah, right I'm down. writing that down. But yeah, please tell me that uh, William Barr did not get his his farcical request, right? Not uh, yet. Approved uh, for absolute know, power for judges. Pelosi says Congress is going to coronavirus. Yeah, pol- is that they're not going to be able to push judges through? They're not going to be able to get everybody together. I mean, who's going to like be like, oh, I'm going to show up and like vote for this judge when it could kill me? You know. Well, right? you know, fingers crossed, but well, then you get, you know, you get people like Thomas Massey, you know, you get people like Rand Paul, you know, we were bitching about him in general before, but, uh, while he was waiting for the results of his coronavirus test, he, you know, was hanging out business as usual, girl. uh, went and used oh the pool, God. you know, he's such a butterface. Well, it's yeah. You know, the pubic, uh, the the head merkin really doesn't really help. But right? I, I, you know, I'm wondering, like, because if he were a lawyer, essentially committing malpractice of the law, as I think, you know, he did, because ostensibly he's a doctor. Shouldn't yeah you know, the the AMA get together and say, uh, yeah, so. A doctor who goes out into public and uses a swimming pool, a public swimming pool. Yeah, well, public, open to yeah, Congress, public. you know, but uh, still not not a private pool for for just himself. It, it's, it seems like medical malpractice. So why, why don't they revoke his medical license over this? Well, I hope everybody like um, they sh- he should totally have his his uh, license revoked. But I th- I hope that at least all of the Democrats were smart enough to be like, I'm not getting in that. I'm not working out in the same gym that these like like CPAC petri dishes are. You know, like I'll do the Julian Michaels workout like Liz Stewart does at home uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. I'm gonna get ripped. I'm gonna I'm doing the ripped in thirty. By the time you see me next, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be one big muscle. But um, anywho. Uh, 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 but yeah, like Rand Paul's horrible, and I hope all of the Democrats were like, "This guy's, you know, we just need to stay away from all of these people." I mean, who wants to hang out with Lindsey Graham anyway, you know, or Rand Paul anyway? Like any of those guys? Like any? Like I don't really see like uh, Senator Murphy being like, "Oh yeah, I really, really got to spend some quality time with Ted Cruz." See, you know? I, I, 
I would normally agree with you on that, but I think, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and maybe I'm spending a little too much time alone. You know, thank you, pandemic. But look at what's happened in entertainment over the past 10 years and like with the rise of reality shows and comedy of discomfort uh, that you see in, in, you know, stuff like the office and, and curb your enthusiasm. And I, I think it, it could kind of point to a larger idea in society about making yourself feel better by seeing people who are much worse than you mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's that well i don't i don't need to be a better person because i'm still better than these folks and so i think with certain congress people there may be that uh, well god you know i really don't want to spend the weekend with Lindsey graham and ted cruz but i've been kind of down on myself lately and i should i should maybe i don't know just get an idea of how much worse i could be I think that's what I think that's a like a popular opinion probably amongst Republicans, but like <laughs> but like for Democrats, I, I I mean, I don't know. I always want to feel like I'm the worst like like I'm the dead weight who needs to raise my game. You know what I mean? I always want to feel like like I'm playing with people who are, are better than me and I can actually learn something from them. But I mean, if you are hanging out with Ted Cruz, I I guess, you know, that would have to be your your thought process of like, oh, I want to see what like a collection of discarded genital warts does on his weekends, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, how do you really like, feel though? Liz? I mean, don't don't sugarcoat it. Uh, no, but I. Ca- uh, but speaking of casualties from this thing, whatever happened to Richard Burr? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I what's guess, he doing? You know the the ethnics uh, ethnics. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, the ethics committee is is on hold during the the whole pandemic. Possibly, it's been hold on. It's been hold on hold ever since fucking like like swearing in. Oh, and we're all getting mean? hold because of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that motherfucker, he got a burn. Like we take all his shit. We take all his shit. And, and that Loeffler chick, we take all her shit. We need to take. Uh, when all of this is done, if you have an R by your name we're taking all your shit and you're going to jail because we know you did you we know you're dirty and we're taking all the judges off we're taking all their shit too we're gonna like like put all the money back that y'all stole you fucking like pilfering insider trading motherfuckers we're taking all your shit what's what's the you in jail what's the law that the republicans were fighting for to uh take accused people's property away Oh yeah, eminent domain. You mean? No, it's eminent domain is just uh, in terms of of land. It um, oh. civil forfeiture. For a cri- civil civil forfeiture. forfeiture. You're in a civil forfeiture. You know, all your shit, your house, your fucking assets. Mar-a-Lago. You're in a civil forfeiture. We're gonna sell your kids on the black market. I'm I, I'm gonna see how much I can get for Baron. Get out there, Baron. Make me some money, sugar. Fuck <laughs> you with your chinless fucking face. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. And I'm Liz Stewart, and I approve this message. I'm running for office. <laughs> I'm running to replace Vice President Kamala Harris. It'd be best. <laughs> It'd be best. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh. Oh boy! I stand behind that. I stand behind it. 
Fair enough. By the way, I went to uh, went to the Vons because I needed to needed a you know re up on some supplies, and well, people are generally you know being respectful to each other. There are some people who just don't want to understand that antibacterial dish soap won't kill the virus because bacteria and viruses are different things. So, uh, just safety tip. Um, the the soap aisle at Vons is not uh, a place to have a science lecture. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, you're supposed to wash your hands and then put on sanitizer after. I spray them with a. Uh, uh, I spray my hands with a uh, rubbing alcohol lavender solution. Wow. Huh. Mm. You should maybe throw some aloe in there. I should because my my hands feel like. Yeah, you uh, don't. I mean, because yeah, you, you don't need rough. this as as a former bartender and someone whose knuckles still like get dry and cracked during the winter months. Um, mm-hmm. Just the washing, because the the hand sanitizer after is you know it's basically gilding the lily, but it's it's gilding the lily. it's also uh, drying your hands out. <laughs> Who lily? What you do with lily? <laughs> I sold her because we took your shit, Lily. Lily Burr's daughter. I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I sold her burr. You should have fucking. He didn't sell her. She it. she was just part of a uh, a larger child fund uh, that he sold a piece of. <laughs> without his own knowledge, uh, it just you know works out that way. I would never sell little girls. I, uh, I I I would sell I would sell Baron and Tiffany though in a heartbeat. They ain't little. I don't know. And Tiffany seems. I mean, like. And it's it's probably just by virtue of you know staying out of the spotlight, but she seems like the the best of them all. Oh yeah, she seems like the best, but it's like like which serial Cream killer the crap? is your favorite? You know, <laughs> like you know, are you Team Dahmer? Are you, is it is it like who's better, like Bundy? You know, Gein or Dahmer? You know, I like the I like the clown one, Casey. Mm, we should maybe uh, you know we should do do yeah. some brackets yeah. like that would be true March was. Madness. Actually, very sociable guy. Very mm-hmm. sociable. Yeah, very sociable. both of Bundy. Yeah, Bundy was a very sociable guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love love to have conversation. You, you know, I'd you get know. along and best with Eileen Warnos. Did she See, kill she's any done women? A lot of research in this, I don't even know who that is. That's uh, oh. you know the woman oh, from the Charlize Theron uh, movie. Uh, raped her. Well, no, I knew that, but like I didn't know if she expanded. Yeah. You know, I mean that's the that's the thing with business. You know, it's like sure you start with the original mission, but then you know you go big, you expand, you franchise. Which uh, uh, didn't Eileen Morenos do that too? She she had her accomplice. She franchised. Yeah. 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 Yeah, her, her, her accomplice who ratted her out because she originally, like, she had been the she'd been sold by her mother uh, for drugs, and then uh, she ended up being a prostitute, and a lot of guys had raped her, and then she killed like a couple of her rapists, and then after all, her PTSD kicked in, and then pretty much every every John who wanted to who wanted to uh, uh, use her services was uh, would remind her of the rape, and so she just started shooting guys and taking their money, and I'm like, I get it, girl, you just need like. A couple of months talking with a good therapist and a bottle of wine, and we're going to figure this shit out. I want to have executed her. I want to have bought her a fucking nice drink, you know? Get her in a uh, talk space, you know? We can figure it out. 
<laughs> get her a talk show, maybe. <laughs> like get her a talk show. Eileen Warner's daytime yeah. TV Eileen show. Talk show. Yeah, they uh, all need one, you know. You know, talk to your local, <laughs> talk to your local murderer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You know, hey. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, before they killed him, you know, he was on uh, uh, interview by Stone Phillips along with uh, his father. Mm-hmm. Kind of a surprise because you would have you would have figured that was more of a Geraldo thing, right? Yeah, right. or yeah. like a Paula Dean thing. <laughs> <laughs> Share, oh sharing God, recipes. He ate people. How how much <laughs> butter did he use? Cooking program. There you go. Ah. <laughs> uh, Paula Dean thing. Oh. Uh, 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 Bobby Flay, but he could call himself Bobby Slay. <laughs> oh, God. I'll see myself out. No, Bobby Foley. Bobby Foley. Oh, yeah. see, there she comes in. You set him, you you set him up. Katie comes yeah. in and knocks him down. Exactly. There you go. Filet. Yeah, there you go. Nothing wrong with that little filet on your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little filet. Gumbo filet? On a little filet there. Yeah. Oh no, what's this now? What's this jug? Uh, I'm drinking my water. You oh my hydrated. god, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. What You're the- crazy. I for, the, for, the, for the listeners, this is like a this is like a drum. It's like a uh it's like a an 80 gallon water drum. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's like something uh, that the sparklets guy would deliver to your neighbors. It's, right. It's it's one gallon. So you would put you it in the bubbler one every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get out of here, uh, I just want to go out on uh, on a better note. Uh, death panels, because this week the uh, lieutenant governor of Texas, Dan Patrick, suggested that uh, he and other senior citizens should be willing to sacrifice themselves to the great god of Dow Jones just to preserve the market that old people should should sacrifice themselves. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm a little confused because this this doesn't seem like a particularly pro-life message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. And also the the whole idea that you remember when uh President Obama was was pitching the whole ACA and everything, and the Republicans were screaming about the death panels, which, yeah. you know, in, in the Democratic version, uh, what translates to Republicans as death panels is end-of-life care and, and discussion about that, you know, talking about, hey, right. you know, should you be incapacitated by something? Uh, what do you want us to do? Mm-hmm. End of life care, Democratic style. Republican right. style, not a death panel. Old people should uh, sacrifice themselves for this for the sake of the economy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's of course, that's kind of cloaked in you're doing the right thing by your grandchildren is the way it's like, you know, right. raised. But, but the thing about the death panels is that in this unprecedented and scary time, we are seeing the literal death panels when, um, for instance, I read the documents from the state of Alabama that they had put in place in the event of emergency about who gets respirators and who uh, doesn't. And it's a quite a disturbing list of mentally challenged people and, and others. It says... Go on, Katie. Oh, hello? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm just, it sounds like what someone's it? digging... Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm next to the litter box. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. What can I tell you? Oh. Get out. Get, get, get it, girl. Out. Get out. Let me see if I can move a little bit. So yeah, so we're seeing like like literal death panels with these documents that say um, how care needs to be rationed. I mean, and and at first it was just incredibly just. I mean, well, it's incredibly disturbing. And I'm thinking, what is going on with this? But the thing is, all of these states uh, have to have these kind of documents so that so that you know doctors who make these decisions aren't going to you know be sued or whatever. And I know that sounds really terrible. But these these are the these are the the literal death panels. Well, right. and, you know, it's wow. I, I think you bring up an important point that yeah, it's it's a medical necessity to to have you know a prioritized list of who treatment goes to, and this is this is one of the difficult things about medicine. You know, and why it's so easy for Republicans, you know, to to try and and bring graphic descriptions of medical procedures into their fight against abortion, uh, because you know that's the kind of stuff that like people don't want to know, people don't want to deal with. That's why we have doctors, and with certain things like this, when you're talking about priorities in in medicine and you know what goes into certain procedures you don't want to know about it that's what doctors do they protect the the rest of us from this information you know it's like republicans like to talk about like how disgusting and and horrible abortions are well you know you could you could make the same case by showing video of someone having you know their their colon shorten you know the, when they take a piece of you out it's it's nasty that's you know it's it's gnarly it's it's yeah. gross but that's what medicine is it's going in and touching the ooky stuff well you know they, they talk about abortion how they always oh you know the evangelicals and everyone and the republicans are talking about but what do you you keep what are you doing for foster care for every kid what do you you know these kids you claim that you don't want them killed but yet our foster system is so fucked up. There are more kids dying in foster care or they're coming out and they don't have family members or anybody involved. They kill me when they try to say that they're more so concerned. It's got to do with God and how I believe and, and everything. And where are you when those young girls are getting you know, raped or, and they have to you know, uh, have a child? Are you there to embrace these children? That are being born out of these different things. No, no, that's that's God's job. Yeah, we we don't have oh. to do that. That's yeah. Oh. That she should she should find solace in the Lord. Uh, oh, we we don't have time for that. We you know we we have uh, fetuses to save or something. Wow, mm-hmm. well, things got really heavy there for a minute. Uh, hey, man, thank you guys for being our strong male allies. You know we need you in the fight. Also, you know. We'll yeah. we'll fight for you. You fight for us. It's all good. Sounds like a fair deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we should go out on a, on a positive note. So um, Boris Johnson has the coronavirus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He's the limey Trumpy. He is. Yeah. It's it's funny because so many comparisons are are made between the two of them, and it almost makes me wonder if like. 
Like, how has he avoided it thus far? I'm guessing he's probably been dealing with it uh, and heavily medicating for a change. We just aren't being allowed to know that, you know, just like the uh, the mm-hmm. White House doctor who said, no, no, he's a, he's a slim, fit, 239 pounds. Yeah, yeah, 239. Yeah. yeah. Like, one of his fucking ass cheeks is 239, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we can't... Uh, <laughs> Hmm. Can't trust all the info that we're getting out of the White House, I think is the point there. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, you, you, go ahead, Dave, say it. Take us on out, brother. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's a, that's a good time to call it a day. But I do want to thank everyone for participating uh, in today's show. It, it has been a pleasure, a wonderful glimpse in everyone's homes and and some more than others uh thanks for the walking tour uh <laughs> yeah got you know a little bit of everything going on yeah you know what we call you know what we call this over here three human animals four non-human animals 950 square feet <laughs> here's what happens when the people and animals decide to stop being real and start wait what <laughs> two cats a dog and a fish Okay, is the fish? I forgot. The fish doesn't really cause much bro- cause much bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish doing okay. Beta, a beta. Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, that's the right. fighty kind, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that why yeah, you only it's have that one? They named them betas because they act so alpha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, why, it, why do we park in driveways and drive on parkways? Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we will be back next week to ponder these and other mysteries of life. (laughs) Chiefly among them, what the fuck is going on? Hopefully we got a little closer to some semblance of an answer on this episode, or at least we're uh, very entertaining on the meandering route all around the topic. Uh, I do want to thank our panelists for joining us. I'm just going to go in order of the screen that I'm looking at. Liz Stewart, thank you so much for being here. Guessing uh, there are no personal appearances uh, in the hopper for now, but should you so desire, where can people catch up with you online in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, I'm going to be performing at the Bellagio in front of 5,000 people this weekend. Make sure you get your tickets on Groupon. There's a Groupon for it. And the tickets are really low in price. I think they're like 50 cents. So um, come on out. We just need butts and seats. Um, but no, I'm Liz Stewart. I'm crowning on Instagram. And uh, don't get on Facebook unless it's uh, to, to be in your private groups. Um, uh, so I'm not even going to tell you who I am on Facebook. Um, and then on Twitter, uh, I just really uh, post the uh, video of Donald Trump saying, we've got it all handled. It's one guy from China as the numbers go up. The exponential <laughs> threat video. If you haven't yeah. seen it. Watch it. Forward it to all That's of your friends. U.S. priorities or American priorities. Yeah, or American or, priorities or something, something like that. And also make sure that all of your friends in swing states know that uh, Donald Trump is interfering with the mm-hmm. medical supply chain because he hates uh, real leaders more than he loves you, the voter. And let's get <laughs> that. Let's take out the trash in November. Stay inside. Wash your hands and paint with your kids because. You know, it's uh, more important that they have fun than they learn anything right now. So that's what I, I that's my modus operandi. You know, she's peeing on the floor, but we've we've done a, a, di- a diorama, and uh, you know, 
everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You know, you should you should make her watch fine. The Exorcist and say this is what happens to little girls who pee on the floor. <laughs> I know. This is just a little hey. regression is is natural. I was reading some articles about it. You know. A little regression is natural. When she starts, you know, she does. Yeah. Oh, please, Liz, you peed on the floor. I did that. Hey, early. I I, you know, I did that a couple Saturday of weeks ago. I got, that, yeah. I ever watched I, Saturday Night Live when they have Richard Pryor doing The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's foot. so good. That's so good. That's so good. Right. Um, well, Liz, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we will hopefully see you soon. Katie Massa Kennedy, always a pleasure. Uh, also guessing uh, uh, a slowdown in personal appearances. But should you so desire, where can people catch up with you online? Uh, you can find me, Katie Massa. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. And David, I don't want to overstep my uh, bounce here, but I, I, I would like to recommend that you just, for this particular podcast, you just take the parts where... Liz kept on saying, we're coming for you and just make that a loop. <laughs> Do that for an hour. Do that for the hour. Just a little advice. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. You know, it, it's funny because uh, I I was trying to come up with, a, throughout this whole thing, I've been trying to come up with a list of, of pandemic pro tips. And like this week's uh, pandemic pro tip was that growing your pandemic beard is a great way to let people at the supermarket know that you don't have someone in your life who stops you from making bad decisions. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I said that based on my own uh two weeks worth of scruff so oh, uh thanks it's yeah we're, we're not going to go like we did with the last beard uh this isn't going to be a two-year project but uh yeah just kind of like after all that decided like hey what do i look like with like a civil beard so figuring we're going to try that but uh one My of the Pence has been working with a 20-year beard <laughs> <laughs> mother hello mother uh but uh the the yeah the pandemic pro tip that uh that i was thinking about from katie's comment on liz's comments was if if you're really getting lonely because of social distancing just threaten the president online and before you know it you'll have some wonderful people from the secret service who come visit you in person so mm, pandemic yeah, pro will. tip i've done it pandemic pro tip uh so thank you liz thank you katie mr time and ship thank you so much also guessing personal appearances not happening anytime soon where can people find you online should you so desire well you can find the brother over at uh what is that uh it's time and ship at instagram facebook at time and ship at no facebook at time and ship or one of those and uh <laughs> What is that? The Twitter? I think I'm on Twitter. Uh, oh my God! Time when did Twitter? <laughs> yeah. And, when did uh, time and turn 120? I I think somewhere over the course of this podcast, he just aged prematurely. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, I know I went. Bra I just had a, a, a brain dead. I went brain dead. I had a fart. Uh, and uh, where uh, Amazon? I'll be up. Uh, uh, you can buy my book. My East St. Louis uh, <laughs> on Amazon, as well as uh, what is that? Uh, it's on iTunes, as well as it's yeah. Etsy. Etsy. 
Oh, and I will say this. Uh, I do have also a CD called Universal Brother, also on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So, Is it on they, iTunes no. also? Yes, it's on iTunes. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, Spotify. There you go. Spotify, yeah. Oh, excellent. So all, all the places, uh, Google it, ask for it by name. Universal Brother and uh, My East St. Louis. Thank you very much, Time yeah. and Ship. Uh, we will yeah, it be, took me a while, but I got there. Yeah, you know, that's all right. We, we got a pandemic. We got nothing but time. Uh, me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on Facebook, Dr. David Robinson. On the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating. We are on the socials on Facebook. It's Let's Be Treasonable, all spelled out on the Twitter. We are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us, review us wherever you're listening to us, and even in the places where you're not. Uh, if you didn't, that's all right. Keep it to yourself. We won't mind. We won't tell anyone about you. Fair? Sounds like a deal to me. We will be back next week. Hopefully you will too. Until then, goodbye!